about two, four, six lines down at the new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Hareini Nazar Lakashieli Ben Venazar Meyayom. End quote. That's what a person says. Behold, I'm going to be a Nazar when I have a son. I guess it could be whatever the situation. Maybe his wife is pregnant. He's going to have a son soon. And a Nazar for a hundred days. That's what he says. Okay. Um, hmm. So he starts counting his hundred day Nazirus because he hasn't had a son yet. Noilad Loi Ben. If during that time period he has a son born to him on, let's say, day 40 or 50 or 60 of his Nazirus, ad shivim up until day 70, loy hifsid klum. He has not lost anything, which basically means that he will be having two concurrent Naziruses. Let's say, I don't know, on day 50 of his 108 Nazirus, he gives birth, his wife gives birth to a son. So he continues counting day 51, 52, 53, but also starts counting a 30-day Nazirus for his uh, uh, newly born son. And then when he concludes the 30-day Nazirus, he's still counting the rest of his 100 days. And then at the end of a total of 100 days, he will bring the closing korbanos for both of those Nazirios. Kama. If, however, um, his son is born, after he's already gotten to uh, past 70 days, like day 71, we'll say, or 72 or 73, then, soiser shivim. It's a very difficult uh, reading. Now, it sounds like he is soiser all 70 that he had counted uh, up until now. I'm going to say soiser Bishivim. He's soiser. Let's say he counts as 75 or 80. He's soiser, so to speak, like at day 70. Meaning, after he finishes the Naziris for his uh, son, he'll have to go back and count another 30 days. Even though, if you add the 30 with however many he's kept up till now, he would be like maybe 105, 100, 10, 120 total. But he's soiser bishivim. Because the haircut that he will be taking um, after the Nazirus for his son that closing Nazirus he then will have to have at least another 30 days till his next Nazirus haircut because we do not look at hair growth of less than 30 days as being significant and when the hair is taken off at the conclusion of a Nazirus has to be at least 30 days of hair growth that's the Mishnah Amarav, I circled Rav's name and I dot underline the next five words, Yoim Shivim Oila Lakan Ulakan. Let's say you have the fellow in the Mishnah. He said he's going to be a Nazar when he has a son and a Nazar for 100 days. He starts counting his Nazar for 100 days and he gets to day 70. And on day 70, at, I don't know, two in the afternoon, his wife gives birth. Okay, so he has a count that he started for his 100 day Nazirus of day one, two, up until day 69, day 70. And he kept the first part of day 70, towards that 100-day Nazirus. Then his son was born, and we'll say if Yoim Shivim Eulachan Eulachan can count a little bit from this one and a little bit from that one. In other words, the remainder of day 70 will count as the beginning of his Nazirus. And then he counts how many days he have to do for his son? 30. So he counts another 29 days, which gets him to day 
99 of his greater counts. And that would actually, day 99 is day 30 of his, uh, that he's keeping the Naziris for his son. Now, the um, Nafgamina at this point is that day 70 counts both. He's actually able to have his um, korbanos and his haircut on day 100. Now, normally, if he was just keeping 100 day Naziris, he'd have to wait to day 101. But since that day 70 counted for two different things and for his son's Naziris, which he concluded on day 99, so day 100, he is able to uh, bring his closing Corbanis, because day 100 is actually day 31 for his son, which is when it's supposed to be brought. That is what Rav said. Tanan, we put a triangle on the Tanan, and five lines later, um, first word on the line is Shivim, and then the word right after that is Tashma. We put another triangle on that Tashma. A couple of uh, Tanaic sources uh, to question what Rav had said. Uh, here's the first. It's uh, our Mishnah. Actually, the second one is also going to be a quote from our Mishnah. So here's a uh, one-line quote from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, in our Mishnah's case, Noilad loy ad shivim, if he has a son born up until the 70th, loy hifsid klum. Um, he hasn't lost anything. That's the quote from the Mishnah. Connector v'is al if you want to say, like Rav had just told us a couple lines ago, that ola lekan ulekan, that... Oh no, uh, day 70 can count for day 70 of his Nazir's count, and also day one of the count of the Nazir's that he's having for his son, Isguri Miskar. Like we just explained, he would actually gain something. In other words, he'd be able to bring his concluding Nazir's Korpanus on day 100, because that'll be day 31 of the count of his Nazir's, and not have to wait till day 101. Ella Bedinhu Deloy Lisni. Really, the truth is that the Mishnah should not have taught. Here's uh, two words in right angles. Ad shivim. It shouldn't have taught that up until 70, he's not going to lose anything. Why did it teach that? Umishum de katani seifa, from the fact that the later case in the Mishnah taught, here's four words in right angles. Achar shivim. After 70, seiser shivim. He stops counting at 70. That's why the resh taught katani resha as... Shivim loy hifsid. In other words, to kind of keep some sort of uh, symmetry between the Rash and the Seifa in the Mishnah. Okay, but Lavdafka, that if it's on day 70, he's uh, loy hifsid, he would actually gain. Well, Tashma, we try again. Mi Seifa. Let's see the later part of the above Mishnah. Now, the later part of the above Mishnah said, uh, here's right angles for five words, quote from the Mishnah, Noilad achar shivim. If his uh, kid was born after uh, day 70, which sounds like, maybe even like on day 71, Saiser Shivim. He's Saiser at 70. In other words, he loses. Saiser sounds like some sort of loss. It sounds like that if you're after 70, which sounds like on, say, day 71, uh, he has a uh, child. Now, why did he lose Anything. According to Rav, again, this is a question on Rav, who had said that whatever day the kid is born can count for both the uh, greater Naziris count and also the kid's Naziris count, then actually he's not losing anything because he would anyway have to wait to day 101 to bring his korbanos. And now that his son was born on day 71, so day 71 is day one, and he's already able to bring his korbanos still on day 101. 
That's the question. Answers the Gemara, my acher, that word in right angles, when the Mishnah says if the child was born after um, uh, 70, that means acher, acher. Not immediately after day 71, but day 72 or further. Okay, but then what would we say? Aval acher mamish, if the kid was born after day 70, right away, meaning like on day 71. My, then what would we say? Question mark, comma. Hachanami deloisasar? Then there would be no loss? Well, e hachi, if that's the case, my area, then why did the Mishnah have to teach? Here's a six word quote from the Mishnah. Nolad ad shivim lehisid klum. That if the baby is born up until day 70, which sounds like day 70, and only up until day 70, that's when there's no loss. In other words, no additional days he has to count for in his eras. The truth is, that's not true. In other words, even on day 71, if the kid is born then, because Ha'amras, you just said, Ella, rather we're going to have to say that as great as Rav is, and Rav is a first generation of who often argues with Mishnayis, but this Mishnah is not like Rav. When it uses that word in the Mishnah, it equals Mamish. It means any day after 70, meaning day 71 and further, is going to be some sort of additional having to keep ties of Nazirus. And so too, the Mishnah would not be like Rav, Shmamina, that indeed it's, we'd say, impossible to fit Rav into the understanding of our Mishnah. Okay, now Rav again is a first generation on Myra. He does at times um, state his own opinion against the Tana, but let's see if there actually is a Tana out there that we can say Rav was Saimech on. The Rav. Now ask the Gemara, Kiman say? Like, within which other Tana, if there is one, could Rav be basing his opinion on? That day 70 counts for this and for that. In other words, one day can count for two different type of counts. Okay, well, Ilema is squiggling on Ilema, and I put a Roman numeral one in the margin, and on Amud Bays 2, 4, 6, 8 lines down, first word of line is Ella, I squiggle underline that Ella and put a Roman numeral two. We're going to have a, a few attempts to see, is there a ton out there that we can say that Rav is being Saimechan when he says, for that matter, any day can count for two different sort of counts, even though it's all within one day. Well, Elam, if you want to say that Rav is going like Abba Shaul, and this uh, attempt really takes us all the way down to the second approach. So if you want to say he's going like Abba Shaul Desanya, like we have the following Brysa. Now, this quote of a Brysa goes until the fourth line on Ahmed Bey's. It's a Tanaic source from Masechus Moed Katan. We know that in general, if a person has one of the close relatives who passes away, there are a number of mourning periods. There's up until the uh, um, the deceased is buried. There's the first seven days. There's the first month. There's the first uh, year for um, maybe a parent. Hakoivaris Mesai. So if you have a uh, person who um, buried a close relative, in other words, close relative passed away, if it happened, three days before, let's say, the holiday of uh, Pesach or Sukkot starts, then even though normally he'd have to keep seven days, once he's already done three days, he no longer, obviously on the holiday itself, he's not keeping the practices of morning Shiva, and he doesn't have to make it up afterwards. In other words, three days is enough. Kama. 
let's say, a close relative passed away, and the surviving relatives had Shmoina Yamim Kaidim Laregal. They counted a full seven plus an additional day, which would mean already into their Shloishim, and then um, the Yamtav hit. So, Batlin Menug Shloishim. That whole concept of whatever restrictions would be uh, upon a mourner for the first 30 days actually is nullified. And right after the holiday, it's as though Shleshim is finished. And uh, one of the greatest ways of showing this is um, a mourner uh, does not get a uh, haircut. It's not supposed to get a haircut. However, the Chavoid Yomtev, it's proper to get a haircut. Now, this fellow, who um, his close relative died eight days ago, and now the Yomtev is about to start, it's permissible for him to get a haircut, Erev Yomtev, even though normally he wouldn't be getting a haircut, all else being equal. However, if he shows by his actions and does not go and get a haircut, if he didn't do that, it would be actually forbidden for him to get a haircut right after the regular and have to wait the normal amount of time, let's say the whole 30 days. Basically, the only reason that we're being mevatel the shloishim is because of Kavad Yomtev, which is coming up, and by him not getting a haircut of Yomtev, he basically shows that he doesn't care about the Kavad Yomtev, and therefore he has to keep a, a full 30 days, meaning uh, additional time after the Yomtev finishes. That was all the Tanakama. Abba Shaul, who we boxed, and this is the Tana, apparently, that we're going to try to say Rav is going like, Abba Shaolimer, even if this fellow, he had his um, uh, close relative passed away before the Regal, uh, eight days went by, and he did not get a haircut before Yomtiv, already, right away after the Yomtiv, he's allowed to get a haircut. Why? Shekeshem Shemitzvah Shloisha Mivatelis Gzeras Shiva, just like the three days kept towards the Shiva is Mivatel the whole Shiva, no matter what he does or doesn't do. Kamakach Mitzvah Shiva, and I dot underline the term Mitzvah Shiva, is Mivatelis Gzeras Shloishim. You keep the seven days, so too it's Mivatel the 30 days. Okay, um, that's the end of the. Tanaic source. Now, mitzvahs, Shiva, he's only kept seven days. He hasn't even started into from day eight to day 30, which is his 30-day period. So uh, now the Gemara uh, clarifies, and we're still within this long point um, of trying to be Maikim Rav, like Abashol. My taima de Abashol. What's the reasoning of Abashol? Like, we understand why, if he keeps three days, it's Mivatel the Shiva, because he already kept three days. However, the keeping seven days, why should that be about to the Shloishim? It hasn't even started like day eight. Hmm. So what's the reason now back in the Gemara? My time at Abashol, love me, Shum, is not because the Kasavra. It must be Abashol holds that even though it was only seven days before the Regal, the Shvi'i, Ulakan, Ulakan. We'll say the first part of the seventh day counts it as the end of the seven day period which actually halachas kind of sort of indicate that, and the second part of the seven days is actually the beginning of the shloishim period, of the additional 23 days that he will keep. Should we not say that? Maybe not. Dilma ad kamar bashol. Maybe when Abashol said what he said, that day seven can count already. Part of day seven, at least, is the beginning of the shloishim, the whole concept of Avelus and all the different things that we keep are only Be'avelus Shiva, which is Dirabonon. 
maybe the, the first day, the Aninus may derive, but Avela Shiva is only de Rabbanan. We, however, are looking for something that would uh, be, where Rav would be able to support what he said by Anazirus and Aval ben Nazir, Daraisa, uh, where we're talking in the realm of Daraisa, not de Rabbanans, Lo and uh, Abashol can therefore not be seen as a good source for Rav, who was saying his din by Nazirus, which is a Daraisa concept. Ella, so we squiggle in the Ella. We have a Roman numeral two. Let's say that uh, Rav is going like Rabbi Yossi. Rav Damar, Rabbi Yossi de Sanya. Here we have a Brisa. Brisa goes about three lines, and it's uh, authored by, that's right, Rabbi Yossi. Uh, we box his name, Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi, Oymer. When you have a woman, very basically, when she starts her, on, let's say, a Torah level, when she starts her um, menstrual bleeding, we'll call it the nida bleeding, um, she has to uh, have, her menstrual bleeding goes for seven days, and if uh, by before the seven days are complete, she stops bleeding, she can immediately, midaraisa, um, go to the mikvah, and that night um, be again uh, with her husband, um, have relations. Um, if a woman is not in that uh, period of time, but rather in the period of time, there's other times in her cycle where she's considered not the blood that would flow would be nida blood, but rather ziva blood. So um, there's all sorts of halachas if she sees one sighting or two sightings or three sightings, in other words, a, a, a flow of ziva uh, from her private part. So rabiosi yoimer, a shimeris yoim keneged yoim. That's a woman who literally she's keeping one day connected the, let's say, the previous day. So let's say the previous day was one of her Ziva days and she had a flow. Now, what does that require a person to do? A woman who had a flow one day, she has to keep the next day and make sure that there is no flow the whole rest of the day. So the day that she saw a Ziva flow was the 13th of Nisan. On the 14th of Nisan, she is a Shemir Shem On the 14th of Nisan also, when there's a base of Mikdash, is when everyone has their carbon Pesach shechted for them at, let's say, around 2 or 3 in the afternoon. So this woman had, she's a Shemir Shem Kenegidim, Sheshachdu, they, um, they shechted the carbon Pesach, she was part of a Chabur, they shechted for Vizarku Aleha, Besheni Shala, and essentially what's the second day, in other words, yesterday she had a Ziva flow, today she's um, making sure that there's no Ziva flow, and let's say at around 2.30, they shechted in Wazarik, and then at about, I don't know, 4.30 in the afternoon, she had a Ziva flow of blood on that day. Okay, um, what's her status? What does she have to do? What does she not have to do? Well, since she had another uh, flow that day, she can't eat Kachim, she is uh, Tamea. However, she's off the hook from having to come back a month later and take a Pesach Sheni. Now, normally, if somebody is like outright Tame during Pesach Rishon, they have to come back uh, a month later uh, in ER and, and bring a makeup. This woman does not. Okay, that is the end of the Tanaic source. Ask the Gemara, my time at Rabiosi, question mark, comma, what's the reasoning of Rabiosi? Why, what, what, how does that make sense? Well, question mark, comma, love Mishum, is it not because he holds, and this would be, I guess, where Rav would also be going, like in, in Sfar de Kasavar, because uh, Rabiosi have the opinion that mixas hayoim tekuloi, um, that part of the day is like the whole day. So since she, saw 
on uh, let's say what would be her second day. However, uh, she she's soiser the shemeshem connected yom, but it turns out that she might have been tamei at the time she shechted the carbon pesach. In which case, why is it still good? It must be that we hold mixes hayom. So when the Karim Pesach was shechted, she was one of, uh, you know, a bunch of people on a particular animal, and, and then the Zrika was done, that was the beginning of the day. And we'll say that the problem for her is only from that point and onward at around 4 o'clock in the afternoon when she had the second sighting. Not that it'll be Saiser Lemafreya, which is uh, very clearly... Um, like Rav had said, that one day can function as sort of speak two different functions. The first part of the day for her is good; it counts as uh, being she was tahira for her korban pesach. But the second part of the day is certainly going to make her tamei. So we we'll read that again. My time at Rabbi lav mishum de kasav or mixes hayom kekuloi. And uh, let's take out the next uh, four words. I believe the uh, Gra recommends taking uh, those four words out and then reading Umikanu lehabahu mitame. And then from the point on, let's say four in the afternoon for her on the fourteenth of uh, Nisan is when she is tame. Okay, so that would be uh, Rav, and uh, in principle, excuse me, that would be Rabiosi, and in principle, Rav would hold just like Rabiosi that uh, sometimes one day. Uh, something happens in the middle of that day, the earlier part of the day can be viewed as one day in and of itself, and the later part of the day is another day. Asks the Gemara now, really? Umi, Sava, Rav, Hachi, does really Rav hold like that? That uh, in like the middle of the day, that from that point on, she is uh, Tamea, but like not earlier? Question mark, comma, Vahatanya, we have a Brisa, authored by Yes Rabiosi, and it seems to indicate otherwise. The Brisa goes for about four and a half lines and starts here. Um, Rebiosi, we box his name again. Rebiosi, Oimer. A Zav Balshte Reiois. A, um, a Zav is a male who has a certain type of uh, emission. The article always says it's kind of like a semen emission, but not really. I don't, I don't know if we know what exactly Ziva is, but uh, these days, I think we lost the Messer. But if you have a Zav Balshte Reiois, when a man has this flow, let's say he had the flow for. Uh, one day he saw it, and then the next day he saw it. So he has to now count seven clean days without a ziva flow to make himself uh, tahor again. Let's say uh, day seven of his count corresponds with the 14th of Nisan, which is the day that everyone uh, shakes their carbon Pesach. So this fellow um, is the 14th. It's his seventh uh, clean day that he's counting. They shechted, uh, he was part of a Chabur, Korban Pesach, they did Azrika, on what's the seventh day, as well as V'chena Shemeris Yoim Keneged Yoim, our case, where you have a woman who has Yuvafla one day, and she's keeping the next day, which is on the 14th of Nisan, uh, making sure she has no more flows. They shechted, shechtu v'zarku aleha, and then in either of these cases, late in the afternoon, either the guy had another Ziva flow, or the woman, uh, a Zav flow, and, or the woman has Ziva flow, v'achach ra'o. Comma. Let's uh, dot underline the next five words. Even though uh, this Zav on essentially day seven of his count, or this um, a woman who's keeping one day, um, let's say they sat on things earlier in the day. We would say retroactively those things are Tame, which is certainly, like, we're not saying that their tumas that is only from that point that they had the flow. Um, 
and, and that point later in the day, but even retroactively, also they are petur and milasais pesach sheni. They're off the hook from having to do a pesach sheni. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. What really seems to bother us is the lima freya. We had said Rabiosis of the opinion that it's only from the moment in the day that this uh, today's flow came, whether it's the woman, some sort of zava flow, or man, his uh, ziva flow, but. Lemafreya here, we're saying we even retroactive going back to things that they sat on and, and making them tame. So that's the question on Rabiosi. Does Rabiosi really hold that? That um, only Mikan Laba there's a Tuma, but not Lemafreya? So we answer, um, yeah, maybe he does. And there's a difference between Darais and Durabana. My Lemafreya, when we had said in this Tanaic source that um, even though in Metam Mishka Moishav, Lemafreya, what's the Lemafreya? What it means is Midirabanan. The Rabbanan were Machmir, that the person should be so sir Lemafreya. However, Midaraisa, only Mikan Laba, from the time of the flow and onwards, is where there will be Tuma. Hakinam Mistabrit actually makes sense to say like that. If you want to say that it even breaks things up and makes a person Tame Midaraisa, well, let's say you bring a carbon pesa, process a carbon pesa for somebody who is tambe. Are they off the hook from having to bring one a month later in Pesach Sheni? No, they would have to bring it. And therefore, it's even midaraisa, my petur in Milasa's Pesach Sheni. Why in the world would it be off the hook? And since they are off the hook, it must be that we make a distinction between daraisa and darabanan. I'm afraid here is only midarabanan. Or maybe the Gemara says back, really, I could tell you that. Tuma Lemafreya is Daraisa. However, in the case of a Zava Tehoim de Ziva Hitiru. Tehoim literally means like the deep or things that are like really deep and like uh, uh, like unclear of a Ziva Hitiru. Uh, the Tesis, which is about 15 lines below the Gemara, Dibra Maskal Hatehoim. Let's uh, see the Taisas inside. What does it mean, Hatahim? Perush. De Bisha At the time um, that this carbon pestle was shut on the 14th, Yashav al Evan Achas, a person was sitting on a particular rock, the low noda klal, and he didn't know at all, Shekever Tachtav, that there's actually a dead uh, Jew buried right underneath that. Ad Achar Shrita. And it only became uh, known to him after the Kormpas was shechted and they did the Zrik, it became known to him. Shenitma bekever hatahim. Okay, what does that have to do with us? Says the Taisis v'chein hacha, so too over here. Lo yada adam b'sha The person in our example had no idea at the time that the Kormpas was being shechted. Im achrechein tira. If afterwards, they're going to have another emission, vetistur, and then they'll have to like ruin all the days that they had, liyais temea, vetumas hatahim, and that tuma, which was really totally, absolutely impossible to be known at the time of the shrita, known as tumas hatahim, hitiru, the rabbis ramatra, laise hapesach, as well as for the nazir. Semicolon. Ve'af Reb Oishia, I underline Reb Oishia, Savar, Lemafreya is only Midurabonan. In other words, even Reb Oishia would tell you that the Tana Reb Yossi, when he's telling you Lemafreya, that's only Midurabonan. De Amar Reb Oishia, 
And uh, this point takes uh, about till the second line on Tesla. I'm going to develop. Where do we see that Reb Oishia, the first generation Amira, would also say that the Tana Reb Yossi holds this? Tom Reb Oishia, here's a little discussion between uh, Reb Oishia and another famous first generation Amira, Reb Yochanan. Tom Reb Oishia, a little bit of a Girsa change here. He said, A Zav Haroya Bishvi'i Shaloi. If you have a man who's counting his seven days, he had a ziva flow, he probably had uh, two of them, and he sees on day seven, he's supposed to have seven clean days without a flow, on day seven, let's say at about two in the afternoon he sees, uh, what does Ravosh say? Soyser es shalafanov. He uh, ruins all the days that he had counted up until that point, would have to count another uh, another period of time before he could uh, uh, bring his korbanos. And I underline Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says back to Rabbi Yishia, uh actually, he shouldn't uh, lose any of the days that he counted except that day that he's in the middle of. Now, before we can even continue this discussion, the Gemara jumps in and says, oh, one second, that doesn't make any sense. Either way you look at it, it shouldn't be one day, because if he's ruining the count of clean days that he had of tahor days that he had because he's tame isasar kama kulusasar. If he's being soiser days because he's tame, he should be soiser all of the days and have to count another seven. On the other hand, iloisasar. If we're not viewing what happened as ruining the previous days, he shouldn't even lose that day. Like either he has to count all over again or he doesn't. Ella, so I squeal on in the Ella. Ella, Ema, it must be that Rabbi Yochanan's response was as follows. Not what we had two lines ago, but rather, Lo Nistor Velo Yuma. Not Lo Nistor El Yuma, but Lo Nistor Velo Yuma. Rabbi Yochanan's response to Rabbi Yishia is that, no, this guy shouldn't lose any of his days. The Amarle, and says Rabbi Yishia back to Rabbi Yochanan, Oh, comma, Rabbi Yossi, Kai Kavoseh, Rabiosi, the Tana, Rabiosi holds like you. Damar, Rabiosi is of the opinion, he holds Mikanu Lahaba Mitame, that the Tuma is only from that point and onward. And if it's that point and onward, then the previous seven days, even though the seven day was only part of the day, is good enough. Well, one second. We ask, Vaha Rabiosi, didn't Rabiosi say Limafreya? Hudamar, he had said that Lemafreya doesn't count, but in the future it will. My Lemafreya, so what must the Lemafreya mean? It must mean Midirabanan. That the Mafreya is the Durbanan, this would be Rav Oishia supporting that Rav Yossi when he says that uh, Lemafreya is Andirabanans. Okay, now. The Gemara asks to conclude the Perak. Rav Yossi, Michti, one second now. Savar, Mixas, Hayoim Kikuloi. Rabbi Yossi holds that just part of the day is considered uh, for all uh, halachic purposes, sometimes like a, a full day. Well then, Zava Gemura, Demaisa, Karban, Hechimishkachasla. You have a case of a woman, if she sees the uh, flow, the cases for uh, day one, day two, day three, like three different sightings of Ziva flow, let's say on uh, Monday at around two in the afternoon, on Tuesday, at around, I don't know, whatever time, and then Wednesday, that makes her a Zavagamura, and to complete her process of making herself Tahira again, she has to bring a Karban. Well, how would you ever have that, that she would have to bring a Karban? Because according to Rabiosi, whenever she saw during the day, 
well, then the later part of the day, no matter how little of it was left, would count as a different day, and you never have three days in a row. So again, Zava Gemura, Demaisi, brings a carbon, question mark, connector. Kevan Dechazia, be Palga de Yuma, since she saw her uh, flow of Ziva during like some point of the day, Idach, the other, which could be the earlier part of the day, what do we, how do we look at that? Palga de Yuma, the other half of the day, Salik la le Shimor, that counted as watching or having a day of like a day towards a Yom Tahara. So like you'll never have three days in a row. Answers the Gemara, one of two answers. Ibai is same answer, number one. Either you could say, well, most cases that might be a problem going to Rabbi Yossi, but this particular woman, how does she get to be a Zava who has to bring Korbanos at the end? In three days, Shafa'a, she was having her, her, her Ziva uh, flow experience. Tlasa, Tlasa, Yumi, Behadi, Hadadi. She basically had it continually during those three days. And uh, that's how um, she would be considered a uh, Zav, would have to bring Korbanos at the end. Kama Vibay Seima, a second answer. Um, Dechazia, she doesn't have to see like, you know, 72 hours straight, but Dechazia, Tlasa Yumi, three days, Samuch Lishkia Sachama. Not like at two in the afternoon or 10 in the morning, but actually close to Shkia. Let's say 15 minutes before Shkia, the flow happened, and then through. Uh, Shkia de lo havia shahus de salik where she didn't have any time that would count towards a clean day, and that's how you would get uh, three days. Hadran alach, harani nazir, and imir tzashem. Next year we will begin the third parak. Adkan.